Oh, that was like unison. I already opened mine like a dumbass. We're gonna. There's like something sticky on the bottom. Ew. It's cum. <laughs> Ew. Do you want a paper towel or something? No. Or just don't touch it? I'll just remember that whenever I pick this uh, coaster up, it will come with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here we are, season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man. We're going we're gonna to have a lot of things to talk about. Um, but the good. biggest thing is that we have some new characters, so we need some new nicknames. Mm-hmm. And I thought the most appropriate way to begin this, uh, our... Fourth season and the fourth season, even though our first season is the second season and our second season is the first season. Mm-hmm. This up. is like, it's four and four. Yeah, we're, yeah. Fine. We're, we're fine. fine. We're, we're fine. fine. We're, we're fine. fine. We're fine. We're fine. Um, would be to, <laughs> to acknowledge that there's one character that we've had a really hard time coming up with a nickname for. Yeah. And today, as we're sitting watching it, and granted, I had seen the episode before, so I... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on myself for letting my mind wander while we were watching. <laughs> I'm not gonna shit on you either. I was just looking at her pristine face, mm-hmm. thinking about she's so dependable, she's so reliable. It's too bad we can't come up with a decent nickname for her. And then it hit me like a bolt of fucking lightning. What is it? Muesli. <laughs> oh, you mean like granola? Like yeah. muesli? She keeps you regular. She does keep you regular. <laughs> All right. Muesli. Muesli. And then I thought, Mucinex. <laughs> so she keeps you clear. She helps you cough out wow, all the shit a, in your lungs. What a disgusting but ap- appropriate nickname. Right? <laughs> not m- mucus, because she's not mucus. No, she's not music, but no. she's and getting got, rid of it. It's got to sound a little like blah, blah, blah at the end. You know, yeah, it can't yeah, yeah. be, it can't be. That's the reason with parsley, that's the reason parsley doesn't work. Because first of all, how does it apply to her person? Well, no, no, I have no idea. A little, little bland. No. She's sassy. Peppery. Okay. No, you're right. And that's not parsley. No, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not parsley. Yeah. And it's like too cutesy. Yeah, it's, it's like parsley, parsley. Exactly. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. So there's got to be something. And like I'm open to other suggestions. I like muesli. But I think muesli is the, is like the right. It's also one of those words that's spelled awesomely. Yeah. Like anytime I see the word muesli in print, I'm like, how is that pronounced that way and spelled that way? I love it. Yeah. Have you ever, do you know the word? This is an actual word? Yes, for what real. Is, what is it? I, is it a French word for granola? I think it's like, like a brand. I think. I think it's spelled M-U-E-S-L-I-X. I think it's M-U-E-S-L-I. I, I, I think I have two options. I actually okay. have the I and then the X option. Yeah. Mu- it's, it keeps the X. Muesli bread. She, she's spicy, muesli. so she gets the X. Okay. Yeah. So Muesli X is Kellogg's cereal. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's actually the brand. Mm-hmm. So I bet they're actually Muesli, but they're branding it. Right. Because they're Kellogg's. But yeah, and it, welcome to capitalism. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it is definitely a catch-all term for like a granola or cereal type thing. Made with barley whole. Oh no, you're right. No, Same. I'm, I'm I, I I support the choice of muesli for Marsley. All right. Yeah. Bunch of. Oh yeah. No, you're right. Okay. You know what? I'm into this. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Muesli. This works really well. Good. Muesli. I see. And I was just sitting there, and we're watching the scene, and she's doing such a. Everybody's doing such a good job, and I'm thinking about the story, and I'm being critical, and I'm reevaluating my existing perspectives, and all of a sudden I go muesli. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I just sometimes. You know, the universe just gives you something. Mm-hmm. And in this case, muesli. It's a good, solid I like gift. because I just learned a word, too. Yeah. See? It wasn't just a clever Guys, nickname. Guys, we're doing great. We're back, and we're doing great. I'm going to cheers your yingling, and I'm going to cheers your saison. Short fuse saison. And oh, I'm going to yeah. take a nice sip. Let's sip to a great season, motherfuckers. Yay! Yay! Here we go. Mm. Ow. 
Welcome to Podlander Drunkcast and Outlander Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. That's Janine. Hey. And we are talking about season four, episode one of the Stars series, Outlander, created by Ronald D. Moore from the novels by Diana Gabaldon. What? Damn. America the Beautiful. America the Beautiful. It's as a title, a little on the nose. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? Here's the thing about being on the nose. If you're going to really go there, you have to stick the landing. And while I have quibbles with this episode, I think it does. I think it earns that corny ass title. I uh, well, oh yeah, well, definitely with the use of that song, right? I mean, yeah. Even if I am not personally won over by it, I appreciate your uh, critical uh, your your argument trying to win me over. We'll see how you feel about it once you've watched it a second time, which you'll be doing very soon later this evening. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do some more time travel, and uh, we will be better at it than a certain British former battlefield nurse <laughs> uh, by stopping this recording shortly before we get to all the really fun, dumb, arbitrary scale, made-up awards shit, uh, which we will be doing live at Rogers Park Social for three people, probably? It's probably... You know what? Let's take bets. You say three... I say seven. Well, I know it's going to be more than three. Okay. So I was mostly I, I'm sticking with seven. I'm going to say, I'm going to say six. I'm going to price is right your ass. Okay. She just prices right. I mean, God, I hate that shit. <laughs> well, if we're playing price is right, we always got to have one guy who has no clue what's going on. 20. Yeah. Great. You're 20. right. You do have to have the guy that never went grocery shopping before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we don't count in those numbers. So the three of us don't count. No, but no. You know Does Neil asked? count? Yes. Neil counts? You want to know why Neil counts? Because Kevin absolutely counts. Okay, you're right. Because Kevin is coming against his fucking will. You're right. And he's a little bit nervous about it. Listeners, why? Why is he nervous? I know you're going to be there or not be there. And by the Some time you hear you. this, it will have passed. Seven so of you. So you can't actually take this advice. But pretend, just for a second, if if you're time travelers, if the Comte Saint-Germain is listening, um, here's my request. Call me. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. I'm not kidding. No. <laughs> I mean, if you want to hit it and quit it, that'd be, I mean, that's that'd fine. be good. That's but I just hey, don't want you anywhere yeah. near my emotions. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, because he doesn't want Outlander fans to watch him watch Outlander in public. <laughs> he's afraid oh, he's going to roll his eyes and all that shit. He's afraid he's going to offend people by going, Ugh! But they know he already does I know. That. I told him that's your bit. They'll be disappointed if you're not like, come on. Yeah. I, I think that Kevin is a, nervous for no reason. I agree. Yeah. I think it's going to be fine. And then I tried to tell him that it was going to be a, a great place to pick up ladies. And then he and then he professed that per- perhaps he was done with dating for a while. Oh, all right. So what I'm saying is, please, please pick up Kevin Lambert at this at this bar. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> all right, but he counts, is what you're saying. Oh, he counts. So Neil, and if he counts, then Neil counts. Okay, and is Tom going to be there? Yes. Okay, so that's three already if they count. So we're really close to your six. I think we're getting close to my twenty. <laughs> we are getting close yeah. to we are. twenty. You guys, what happens if there are twenty people though? That's fucked up. Here's a, here's <laughs> what I'm excited about. The those big windows, mm-hmm. they're just open to the street. So people walking down Glenwood gonna at be seven o'clock are going to be watching a little in the woods doing it. Yeah. They're going to wonder why Rogers Park Social is showing porn, like frontier camping porn. related porn, <laughs> homestead porn. <laughs> Chef porn. Chef porn. She is chef doing it. She, she is, is chef working it. that chef. Um, you know, <laughs> Keenan uh, is well aware that our modern chefs have like a whole gross underbelly of 
male mm-hmm. fixation. Yeah. So there actually is shift porn. Only it's slip porn. Really? Yeah, really? people fetishize slips. This is the thing I learned from Keenan. Don't Google it. Please Janine. don't Google that, Janine. Don't Stop Google it. it. I was, I was, I was Googling the word shift because I didn't understand. I was like just going with it, but now I'm like, what's You forgot word? shift. 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 That's, it's shift. shift. Only we say shift. I wasn't here on the Lajant Lingerie episode. Oh, that's ah. right. That's right. Well, I think we were already calling them chefs by then. Yeah. But yeah. you Probably. might not have known the usage of the word shift for slip. Yeah, I didn't know that. There yeah. you go. Uh, uh, shift is a slip from olden days. <laughs> What just happened? I don't know, but I love it. it. I love I'm it. I'm killing it today. All right. I just, I'm just killing it. Uh, oh, so, America the Beautiful. Here we go. America, America the Beautiful. What do you think? Before we, get into the, before we get into the nitty gritty, general thoughts. I was happy to have it back. I was happy to see Wean destroying it. Yeah. Wean um, fucking, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was, my God. I was real happy to meet the dog, Rollo. Yeah. Very sweet. Good boy. And big, big, beautiful dog that I like to wrestle with. Um, it did feel a little bit like one of those, and it because it has to be because it's the beginning of a new season. One of those kind of transitional set placing, like it has to be that right now. A little bit. Um, but I'm really, really, really looking forward to what it did was push me into looking forward to meeting Angie Casta. Yeah, so that's how I feel. I I thought it was a pretty good episode. I uh I have to wait for the rest of the season to rank it, but I don't think it would be in the top. Five episodes of this season would be my guess. Well, let's hope you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janine. Oh, I thought it was good. Janine I, watched it, by the way, you guys. Yeah, I watched it. So this was one of those, ep- and, and you know, it wasn't like pre-chosen, and there was boning, so that worked out well. Yeah, there was uh, boning. And it was good boning, too. I was happy about a little bit of boning, to just yeah. bring us back to base level boning. And they, yeah. were, and they were just mm-hmm. fucking, those two are beautiful people. I know, they're very Jesus hot. Jesus Christ. Um... Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, like, as someone who obviously doesn't watch it and I experience it through this podcast, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm i interested in watching. I want to know what's going to happen. Um, okay. So, yeah, it, to me, it's a good episode in that regard. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you an honest question? Yeah. At this point, are you, are you just watching the show? <laughs> like, you've seen a lot of episodes at this point. I know it's our gimmick. I know that like it changes the dynamic if you actually watch every week. Yeah. And I would sincerely miss you living vicariously through us. I think it's really fun. I'm not watching the show. Okay. Like I like I literally like I was actually thinking when I was coming over here today, I was like, oh, but I'm gonna watch this with them. I think it's okay to check in every once in a while so that you the big episodes. Right. So that you have some sort of knowledge of the characters that we're talking about. I'm gonna say the next one that I think, man, I think I want Janine to watch that in person. Although it would be really cool. Episode five. We're gonna have to talk about episode five, whether or not you should watch episode five with us. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, I've seen the first six episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. We, have, we have screeners now. She's fucking fancy. Yeah. And we're we have, fancy. We're fancy, I but... I get an email every Wednesday that is for us. It says, Dear Outlander Recappers. And then no it has way. like a whole... <laughs> like, here are the things you can and can't talk about before the episode airs. Oh. Here are some images. Here's this. Here's a video embed. All that uh, shit. I'm glad I've never seen this email because I would never be able to do it. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm talking about this. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, then don't become a TV critic. I shan't. Uh, but if you want, like, general thoughts on the first six episodes with basically no spoilers because they embargoed everything up to and including the very first scene of the entire episode. Um, the, flashback, the, season, the flashback? The flashback or the... The building of the yeah. stone circle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's like I just can't actually discuss plot points. Okay. Uh, including one of the best performances of the season so far is I can't talk about any of it. Two of them. I'm like there are two actors who are great and I can't acknowledge either of them. Okay. <laughs> In the review. So um yeah, anyway, if you want to read that it's at rogerebert.com. Also friends cuz you're friends. If you're watching the TV and you see an ad for Outlander and it says like immersive and irresistible. And then it says rogerebert.com. That's me, bitch. <laughs> that tells That's about me. That. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Daphne. Yeah. Attribution. Attribution. That's what I mean. Attribution. <laughs> Fuck yes. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a pretty good premiere. I think premieres have to do a lot of the things you're talking about. And it right. sets some stakes. And it's... Uh, make some changes, and I think some of them are for the better, and I think some of them are questionable, and um, it looks great. It's beautiful. There's exactly one scene where I was like, that's a terrible effect, but Mm -hmm. it was a screener, so who knows? When we watch it, we watch it live! It might look lots better. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the actors did a real fine job. I think that little Sam Huon, he's turning into... He's really grown into a real boy. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, I finally saw The Spy Who Dumped Me. Yeah, he's good. He's fine. He's good. He's there to do his job. What he needs to do. He's there to be handsome and and be serviceable. And he did. He did it great. He was great. I really enjoyed Mia Mila Kunis and uh, fucking Kate McKinnon together. I just thought they were adorable. And Kate McKinnon's character and her mom. I love that her parents were Jane Curtin and Paul Reiser. (laughs) I know it was great. Uh, But yeah, no, I I think Sam has. We have grown watching him, and he has grown in his acting. Yes. Yes. That's how I feel. That was like, it was very good. He's very good at premieres because Doom Mm -hmm. Hut was the premiere too. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. Well, I guess. So, should we talk about the summary? Yes. Okay, we're doing it. We're doing it. All right, we're at 25, we're at 26 minutes. We got to flow through this. So, the camera opens up and it's caveman. It's fucking. Ray Don Chung or whatever and how to build a fire. What was that movie? I don't know. But it's a whole bunch of cave people building stones, circles, building dick rocks. And then it says 2000 BC. And then you're like, oh my God, there's cave people and dick rocks. This has been around for forever. North America. North America. And then there's fucking Claire voiceover. (laughs) (laughs) Which is never my favorite thing. But she's got to remind us that throughout time, people... Humans have been obsessed with circles or some bullshit, whatever. But it's obviously a dick rock, and it's got a fire crotch because there's a fire at its base. I was obsessed with that. It's very erect. It's It's very erect. There's a shot that's like, it's from the perspective of the dick rock's balls. Right. Where it's just like straight up. Towering. It's all... um, What's the name of that Kubrick movie with the uh, monkeys that fight? 2001. Yes, thank you. It's very 2001. Um, And then the cave people uh, do their best Mrs. Graham and the Dick Rock dancers routine (laughs) around the Dick Rocks. We're like, uh, okay, I get it. This has been around for forever. And then all of a sudden we flash and we're in olden times America, North Carolina, 1767. And we are looking through another circle. Get it? It's a noose. It's a circle. Time is a flat circle. It's a circle. And we find out somebody's about to be hung. The important thing to note here, which is the reason they were like, by the way, you cannot mention this scene that you won't actually mention in your review. You can't. Uh, is because it it means that there is a uh, dick rock in North America. Ah, so we okay. saw one in the Indies, mm-hmm. right? 
We know there's at least one in Scotland. And now mm. we know that somewhere in North America there is at least one. Mm. So should anybody need to travel in time? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. where would I guess it was in America? Salt Lake City. That's my guess. Because it's got to be out of nowhere, right? Like, why uh, did they get it? I'm going to guess that it's somewhere in the woods of North Carolina. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. <laughs> fine. I think that's fine. More, I, I feel like we could meet in the middle. I bet there's another dick rock in Salt Lake City, though. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> it, it explains a lot. Yeah, it does. It really does. Uh, so Also, by that, by that means, then also in New Orleans... Oh yeah. Where else is it? And like New York City, all over Florida. Uh, like, Florida is nothing but a dick rock. It is literally shaped yeah, like a dick. That you is touch the dick Florida of America. and that you is just the dick go, of America. Whoo, and all of a sudden, you're back in time or in the future. Seriously, you're right. All you had to do is look at a map. <laughs> I disappeared because I looked at Florida. Instead of finding it like a strapping redheaded Scotsman, you find a toothless meth head <laughs> and an alligator. But <laughs> both the alligator and the meth head are ripped. Yeah, they're ripped, but. Do you want to tangle with that? Not in that pairing. That swamp creature. <laughs> I'd rather have a gator. Mm-hmm. So we're back anyway. in North Carolina. We see the noose. Bad news for somebody. Bad news for somebody. Oh, <laughs> oh you guys, you guys, I'm just warming up. Um, and then we find out that it's uh, one of Jamie's compatriots from Scotland, Hayes. Yeah, Gavin Hayes. And he's in the little jail and we find out that he slept with somebody's wife and then the guy tried to kill him and then he killed the dude in self-defense and that's why he's got to hang. We also see it starts with a nice like Jamie, by the way, nothing to see here, ma'am face where like I got to say Sam (laughs) Sam is doing great. He's doing great. He does great all season. Good. Like way to go, buddy. Good job, buddy. (laughs) I don't know why I'm feeling very like I've apparently... The friend zone doesn't exist, but if it did, I would have friend zoned Sam Hewan sometime over the summer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'm feeling very like, I want to slap him on the back. <laughs> yeah, like, good job, buddy. <laughs> yep. Yep. This guy. This, this guy. guy. This guy. Um, anyway, uh, he's not very, he's not very good at making it seem like Jamie is good at being unsuspicious. Right. Because he's like, hey, how about I? Pay you some money to get so in that there. I can go in this jail just to say goodbye, wink, wink to my friend. Also, I'm six foot six and have bright red hair. There's no way people are looking at me. at me right Come now. On, look at me. <laughs> uh, anyway, he gets in and there, and and good old Gavin Hayes is um, was threatened with a pitchfork by the husband of a lady he was stipping, and then he killed a guy. It's sad, and he's sad, and he wants two things. He wants whiskey, and he wants the last face he sees to be his friend smiling at him. It's Bad news sweet. on the whiskey front, though. Not available in America yet, so he had to make do with rum. Oh, well. Oh, well. And then Jamie's like, I'll smile at you, brah. And then we go back out to the oh, public square. We, we skip something oh, in that well, scene. Oh, well, we do meet young Brad Pitt. Because then this voice says, what about a drink of rum for my soul? Not like that. It's, his his <laughs> accent is much more subtle. Uh, it is Mr. Stephen Bonnet. Bonnet. Who Stephen I've decided Bonnet. to call, speaking of nicknames, I, I'm going to try this one out. I'm workshopping it. We'll see if it sticks. I'm going to call him Stone Cold Stephen Bonnet. I think the, <laughs> I have one note, Julie. Yeah. I don't think we need the mm. I don't know. I kind of like it. Stone Cold Steve Bonnet. I know. I know. But does anybody call him Steve? No, that's why it's funny. Ugh. It is more like Steve Austin, the original Stone Cold. 
All right. Stone Cold Steve Bonnet. Stone Cold Steve Bonnet. All right. S-C-S-B. Nope. No, just too Stone much. Cold. Just Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. But his full name is Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve, Steve Bonnet. Bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> so we've met him. And of course, anybody who listens to the podcast knows that I know that he's going to be the big bad. But we don't know that yet. And we see Hayes again go out and get hung. And we talked about it as it was happening. We're like, Jamie's at the back of the crowd, but he knows he's got to get up front to smile at his friend. He's all like, excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need to be in the front row and smile at this guy while he dies. <laughs> it's a good moment. It's and, good and old. He, this guy, this guy, he does a, he does a good he job. He did it, and the smile was hilarious because obviously it wasn't a happy smile, and he was very hard at faking a real smile. But he gave his friend the smile, and then Hayes dies, and then his friend, who we forgot his name, and I said, "Who is <laughs> Hayes's companion?" And what did you say, Janine? Fog. Fog. So for the entire episode, <laughs> until we actually heard his name, we it's referred to Leslie as Fog. <laughs> Hayes. <laughs> And Fog. <laughs> Fog fucking flips out and is very upset. It starts charging some people. And that's when I realized that Fog, like, love, loved Haze. And it's very sad. Um, so there's quite the stramash. Stramash. So, oh, and then Stephen Bonnet escapes. Yeah, the other prisoner. First, these two prisoners are like, oh, holy shit, we gotta go. And they run, and they're super obvious about it. So they immediately get caught, mm-hmm. which creates another stramash. <laughs> so then uh, Stone Cold is like, I'm just going to go this way. And just he just kind of like slowly starts, and it takes people a while to figure out. So he gets a good lead. And then now they're onto him. And then he throws, picks a giant barrel up over which his head. Which are heavy. And he chucks it at somebody's face. And then like scampers off. Yeah. So he escaped. We probably won't ever see him again. (laughs) (laughs) No, I already made up a nickname. We'll see him again. So, I mean, you, you say that like we didn't already talk about the fact that he's the main villain. No, you say that like we didn't come up with a nickname for towel. (laughs) (laughs) But we did see him again though. Two episodes. Briefly. I know, but we did see him again. What I'm saying is we're not above a one and done nickname. I will say that towel, Uh, when it happened, was it really a nickname? Bad choice is Billy Connolly. Yeah. One and done. I know. It was one and done. You love a fucking one and done nickname. I do like a one and done nickname. Just know yourself, Julie. I do like a one and done nickname. Jesus Christ. So... Then we hear the guy at the hanging news platform, whatever, go, next. And then the credits happen. By the way, you guys, Allison is in love with I'm the new credits. I'm the credits. She would like to get married to the bluegrass I credits. I would absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm really feeling it. It's, I'm, I'm like the target demographic because I fucking love a banjo. I love a montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the I love the original theme, and I love the I like just, I fucking love a man of constant sorrow in my life. <laughs> so it's just like this perfect. Bl- it gets bo- It gets my as Julie would say. It gets my honky blood boiling. <laughs> it gets my dander up, and then it also gets my Irish blood, right? And then there's like my so I was telling her it's my Mackenzie blood and my Mackenzie blood. <laughs> Um, although technically that's my shoemaker blood. Shoemaker. So, <laughs> so then the credits happen and then the we're in America because we know this because we see an enormous bald eagle dash down and get some lunch. Nice fish. I want to, I want to pause for a minute. Yeah. You see a beautiful sweeping eagle. Mm-hmm. You think what a land of opportunity this is. <laughs> and what does that eagle do? Kill like something immediately. Murders a fish. Right. Immediately. Right. Yeah. Like that. Episode. See, see what you're saying. Oh, oh yeah. like it's a link. Oh, you see? And then it's your little. I, it's your favorite thing. 
the the little title card is your favorite You're right. thing. I didn't actually think about it that way because the before the uh, theme was so much longer this time, I didn't really think about it being the title card. Mm-hmm. So then we're in a pub. Fog is very sad. Fog is just getting foggy all over the place. They I love that scene. They yeah. can't figure, they can't get him buried in a real cemetery because the guy who runs the cemetery says, no convicted felons unless you pay, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't happen. They start to put together a plan for burying him. And then Fog decides that this is not enough has been made of his friend's death. And so he starts singing this Scottish lament song and he has a beautiful voice. Beautiful. And then everybody at the table starts singing. And then you realize everyone in this fucking town comes from Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Lots of Scots in North Carolina. That's real. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate, would like to, again, tip my hat to the old Sam Huon. Mm-hmm. Um, who he can probably sing. Who knows? Maybe he can't. I don't know. He doesn't but, have to. But Jamie Fraser can't sing. Mm. And you're listening, and he's like, God, that guy's voice is so beautiful. And then Jamie joins him, and all of a sudden, you're like, well. <laughs> and then everybody else joins, and it's beautiful again. But there's always one voice that's like, I am singing. Yeah, I bad. am singing. <laughs> it's bad. It's good. It's good. So Because everybody... it's one of his weaknesses. Right. He, he's a weak seaman. He's a weak seaman. He can't carry a tune in a bucket. Yeah. And he has a really hard time looking bad covered in blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody in the pub starts singing, and we realize everyone in the town is Scottish. Then we cut to them in the dark of night burying Hayes in a graveyard without anybody's permission. Just like, fuck it, we're doing this. And Ian and, sorry, Wean and Jamie are the ones digging the grave. And then Wean has a horrible flashback of Galus and freaks out. And then Jamie has to talk him down off a ledge. And it's actually, it, it might have been my favorite scene in the whole episode it's because yeah. Wean is so a good. Yeah. In that scene. It's, uh, that is basically the scene. If you remember when we were talking about the finale, mm-hmm. um, is the scene that I was upset got cut. Ah, so that was they're in, talking okay. about Ian telling him everything that happened with Galus. And then Claire is supposed to be asleep, but she wakes up and she pretends to be asleep. So she doesn't disturb them. And then once we in goes back to bed, she's like, we're going to have to give him a shot of penicillin. Because he's definitely syphilis. <laughs> Which is, they're not going to address that. And that's fine. right. Um, well, no, yeah. they're not going to address that. Because remember, we were pissed that they didn't because they just made Galas go buck, buck, like crazy for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Life for people. We love you. We do. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a great, like, it's a really nice acknowledgement, which the show has done very well throughout its seasons uh, that trauma doesn't go away overnight. And mm-hmm. you can see that it's a conversation that's hard for Jamie to have, um, especially because uh, he does not say, when Wean says, have you ever lain with someone when you didn't want to? And he does not say, yeah, at least twice. <laughs> he just says, yes. yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> at least twice. Um, and it's just really well handled. It's a really, really, really good scene, especially in a culture where we do not talk about the fact that men can be raped as well. well you know, and like that was actually what was crossing my mind as like uh, Wean was going through his bit. I was like, oh, this, I feel like some people are going to make fun of this in a way that like it's not is uncomfortable. But then it just they did such a great job of bringing it around saying like, no, I really like we can make, we, we, we live in a culture where we try to say like, oh, yeah, you got screwed, you know, but. They did. A, they really did yeah. a great job of, mm-hmm. of bringing it around and showing that that was really painful. Like that yep. entire experience, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I think it was a it really, was really great really, scene. Really done. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's Wean's name again? John Bell. John Bell. Good job. Yeah. So then we go back to the wagon, the death wagon, to pull old Hayes out to go bury him, and woo, 
there's a ghost under the blankets. Somebody stands up and it's fucking Stone Cold that Steve poor Bonnet. Fog just about shits his pants. Yeah, he always it's shits like, his no, pants. My dead friend is here to haunt me. It's just, and then the horses are spooked. They're all pissed and off. And everybody thinks it's a fucking ghost except for Jamie, who's like, Excuse me, I have actually seen a ghost, and that is not a ghost. That is not <laughs> it. So he just hits the ghost with a shovel. And of course, the ghost is Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve Bonnet. Steve Bonnet, yes. And uh, this, I made a note here that's like, uh, Bonnet has a touch of the Marky Mark. Like if Tobias and Marky Mark got funky. <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's kind of what he looks like with a with a little Brad with the little Brad Pitt true romance smoking out of the honey bear bong. He's kind of got a, all that, and yeah. it's wrapped up in a rather charming package, which I know we've talked about. You say is very different than the character in the book. No, he's he is definitely supposed to be charming in the book, but he's just like more. It's a, a it, much more older, interesting right? choice for him to be like you're a little shifty, and I'm not sure that I trust you. But also you seem like a really decent guy, mm-hmm. you know, like Janine here reacted particularly strongly to when he says, oh, well, I'd like to, I'll only take your offer if you let me help bury a friend. Mm-hmm. Right. Like slick play. Yeah. Stone slick cold. play. He's got to get his um, fucking stone cold. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's really smart to make him seem like maybe he's all right. And then he. Because he's not fucking all no, right. He's not all right. slithery in that scene. Seems it's, so slithery. There's just something about him that you yeah. can't get your hand on. You can't purchase him. Yeah. It's like you can feel that. And it's surprising to me that Jamie doesn't pick up on it, which well, is weird. Jamie isn't the one who says yes initially. Oh, is it Claire? Leslie says yes. Oh, that's for right. Hayes. And right, then Jamie for Hayes. says, like, well, okay. yes, for Hayes. Um, he also, Stone Cold also said the phrase taint of my company, which I want to reuse over and over again. Um, when, when you taint a guest, but you taint a resident, (laughs) I I don't know. It taint quite one, but it taint quite the other. Uh, (laughs) there's a scene, uh, I skipped a lot of notes here. They bury him, but then Stone Cold needs a ride and he like begs a ride and he gets in the back of the thing and Claire and Jamie are like, well, we'll, we'll ride, we'll drive him to the river because we're a married couple and it won't look suspicious. And then they, of course get stopped by the law. And we've seen this scene before, right, in the preview. Yeah. They stab him in the leg. He does not move. And that's when I was like, stone cold. Just stone cold. Stone cold. And granted, they mostly get the venison, the convenient narrative venison. But he's still like, yeah, I just got, I just got a little bit bayoneted. Like, he didn't even move. And he pulls up, and she pulls up his pants, and it's like, blood. He couldn't see it coming. First of all, he couldn't see it coming. Secondly, not a sound, not a shift of his body. What happened to you when you were a kid, bud? Stone fucking cold. So stone cold, we learn in the scene where Claire patches up his leg, is into infinite circles. And is also terrified of drowning. But hates drowning. That's what I was going to say. And then they drop him off the river, and now we're glamping! Yeah. Uh, he, also, he also wishes them well and says, like, hey... Just keep a head up because a lot of people get robbed in these woods. No, and then Julie woods. went, like, right now. And then, no. He he's, didn't just do a, it. he's just a harmless guy. Just a guy harmless, slippery one. stone cold. So then we're glamping. <laughs> and then we're glamping. And then they're talking about how much they love each other through time. And then they do it. And she's wearing her shift. And it's pretty hot. <sighs> it is pretty hot. That entire thing was beautiful. That was yeah. such a beautiful scene. I do have a question, though. Seriously. Like, was I know that maybe zippers, obviously zippers didn't exist. Flies were a different situation back then but seriously was it just like a um pull your dick out thing or like was there a button keenan keenan i'm calling you keenan i'm throwing out the bat signal i think i don't 
think it's that weird because there wouldn't like undergarment. Because remember, his undergarments are basically he wears those long shirts, right? But so, I'm, talk- I'm just talking about the fashion sure. of his pants. I, it's not like he had tidy whities on underneath. No, so I think like she she like, reaches down there and she does something. He, he's, yeah, he's a but mighty, so he's fast. a mighty man. And then it's like, yeah. boing. I'm just gonna say it was really fast. Also, they've had a lot of practice. Can we talk about how Claire never has a problem with lubrication? Like she is just ready to go. Immediate every single time. Again, they were spun. I mean, I assume that was like three hours of mutual bathing. But it was I still bet, nighttime. I there was plenty. They of had to set up this glamping. That took at ah, least two the hours. The glamping is a sheet propped up against a tree. Yeah, but they had to build the fire, and then you notice they made a stone circle for the fire. Yeah. Like that takes time. Well, I mean. Jamie Fraser. I, I'm just saying she she's she's fucking ready to go, guys. She's a sport. I'm also, just saying. it's daylight savings. That that scene <laughs> she when they're burying <laughs> that scene where they're burying him in the in the graveyard. That was four fucking p.m. And then they gained an hour. Not really. It was obviously <laughs> midnight. But um, then they talk about the. Uh, she explains America to him hilariously, and she calls it. This is the next morning. They're fully dressed, just sitting under a wool blanket, looking out over a vista. She explains the American dream. We all know it's bullshit. And at one point, Jamie says the most true thing I've ever heard. A dream for some can be a nightmare for others. Well, because no he shit. says, cool, American dream. So what about the people who already live here? Right. And Claire basically goes, oh, well, oh. now that you mention it, it was bad news for them. Uh, we're going to have all kinds of incredibly shameful parts of American history, including the one we're living in right mm-hmm. now. Uh, and one of them is going to be the total fucking garbage fire that we is that is our treatment of the people who were here before us. So right. um, let's talk about the Trail of Tears. And yeah. It's just ugh. And, and she it's weird because she kind of just doesn't want to talk about it. She mm-hmm. like mentions it and she's kind of like, Mm. Well, she does, and she also points out though, that it's, it's very similar to how what uh, happened to the Highlanders, right? Yeah. Which he understands obviously yeah. immediately. And um, somewhere in all of this, they're trying to sell one of those rubies to get money to go back to Scotland. That we know. And there is a dinner that has been arranged with some hoity-toity muckety-muck here in North Carolina. And so we flash to them in what I assume is a boarding house. We talked about it. We're like, where did they get these clothes? Not important. Whatever. It's everybody in Scotland is related to everybody else. Right. So So somebody like a stone and a Scottish person and it's Jamie's cousin. Basically. And um, so she she and Jamie kind of match a little bit like couples team. And they go to this dinner, and she's wearing this beautiful um, uh, ruby necklace pendant between her boobs. Uh, she does have a great line when she's trying on the dress, and she says, I don't know. Is this a little bit of mutton dressed as lamb? Which I need to use forever. Straight from the books. They go to the dinner. Um, Shady Joan Cusack, whoever's wife she is, is like all, is that the style in Scotland? <laughs> About her, Claire's like long ponytail, and I'm like, shut up, Shady Joan Cusack. So I think that character, the guy, is uh, Philip Wiley, mm-hmm. who, if it is, W-Y-L-I-E, I should say, although he is the other as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the case, he comes back uh, in future books. Okay. Um, and he is a bit of a fop. Oh, is he? And, and I his could tell. sister is a bit of a bitch. Well, so. she, she just showed us those cards right away. Yeah. So I believe that's the Wiley brother and sister duo. So uh, the French dude, whoever they were trying to kind of like put this ruby in front of, first of all, stares at Claire's boobies and then... Like a gentleman would ask her to take the necklace off so he can get a better look. Oh, to be clear, he asked to get a better look, and so she takes the necklace off. Right, but although he did do boob 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Jamie so he was, was like, can I look more closely? And she's like, sure. Taking this <laughs> off. Here, but take a look. And then he <laughs> buys it. And so now they have all this money. And then... Is it the brother that asked Jamie to be a settler? No, that is the governor okay. of North Carolina. The governor of North Carolina. Tryon. Tryon is like, hey, I'm trying to settle this land. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Yeah. So why don't you move over here? You look pretty fucking capable of moving a lot of dirt and being my soldier in my war that's going to come. Peter Thiel. Uh, I'm <clears throat> sorry. Um, so Jamie's a little bit like, you're shady. Also, your claret fucking sucks. And then he's back <laughs> at home with Claire and they're talking about it and they're like, maybe we could live in America. And then they put together that this dude is probably just trying to get Jamie on the hook so that Jamie will be on his side as a royalist. And Claire's like, dude, the revolution is coming. We do not want to be on the wrong side of history twice. This is your daughter's country. It's where she was born. And then Jamie's all like, you're right. Well, he also says, but... If there's something good I can do here to make this a better place for Brianna, right. then that would really be something. That it's was, a really good that was moment. A really it was good a nice moment. scene. Yeah, I really that was that one piece. where Janine got it, he got it right in the fields. He just kind of went like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> and also, Claire spent about five minutes taking off these amazing gray stockings. Yeah, I don't know. Sick. It's um, a good little scene. So that was nice. And so now we flash to outside of a pub, and there's we in with this beautiful. Enter Rollo. Rollo's here. Uh, we find out we won a, he won him in a dice game, so Ian's maybe a gambler. He's got a little gambling problem, but he won money, and he won this dog, so that's cool. Then we go into the pub. We're having lunch. Everybody's talking about, here's your money to go back to Scotland. You go back to Scotland. You go back to Scotland. And everyone's like, nah, we'll stay here. And then we find out that muesli, <laughs> it works, is <laughs> pregnant. And now that we've used it in context, I can totally say works. for sure. Yeah, it yeah, totally, totally works. works yeah. Muesli's pregnant, great. And Claire's like, um, you cool with this? And she's like, like, well, yeah. we were surprised, but yeah, yeah we're really fine, cool. I'm fine, I'm happy. So then, I don't know what you were talking about, Auntie Claire. <laughs> I stuck the weird sponge with the tansy oil up in my vajay, and, and it didn't still do shit. still fucking pregnant. Maybe you should stop fucking your hot ass damn boy husband so much. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so um, I'm sorry, I am human. So now we know that Jamie and Claire are on their way to River Run to see Aunt Jacosta, partially because they're going to stay and they're trying to figure out a way to stay. They were always going to Aunt Jacosta because the ship that was going to sail was in three weeks. Right. So they were always going to see in the show. It's different in the books. Different in the books. Um, they go to see Jocasta because they want to see her. He hasn't seen her since. This is uh, his mother's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't seen her since he was little. She's a Mackenzie, which means be on your fucking guard because Mackenzies are crafty bitches. <laughs> you can't hear it, but I just I just rubbed my nails on my shirt. Um, so that's the plan. They're gonna get on a, a like a riverboat, like a riverboat, an old timey barge of mm-hmm. sorts, and they're gonna barge their way up the river, up to, the green screen. They're gonna run up the river Woof. to River Run. Boy, the green screen was real bad, though. You guys, you know. Well, I'm so used to. Excellent. Basically, when they do one of those shots, they're green screening the buildings, right? Mm -hmm. It'll still be like they'll shoot in Edinburgh, and it's just that they hang shit on the building so they can make them look old timey, but they're using a natural landscape. And here, I just have to assume there isn't anywhere in Scotland that looks like a river in North Carolina Mm -hmm. um, because, man, it was super obvious. It was weird. It was like they were shooting a greeting card where the family is supposed to look like they're sitting in like a nice autumnal wood. (laughs) 
really they're at Sears. I yeah, think it might have also been related to the barge that they were using, like that the size of that barge and the ability to control how fast it was going up a river and the amount of space you have on that river. It mm. probably wouldn't it could be conducive to producing. Sure, interesting. Um, so like, especially with the number of takes they have to take and all that jazz. So I like I can understand. I mean, they did shoot all that shit on like a giant ass boat in South Africa. Mm-hmm. It's true. So maybe tonight when we watch the premiere, it will be, have be been fingers better. crossed, yeah. but it's not good. It's not great. So on the boat, we learn about um, the the capability of a uh, slave owner to petition for the freedom of his slave if the slave performs an act of heroism, essentially. And the pilot of this boat is a free man, used to be a slave, that was a slave of the captain. And uh, had saved his life. So this captain was like, "F you, white woman, trying to come up in here." <laughs> like, yes, he is. He's free. He's a free man, and he stays here because he loves this job, <laughs> and he saved my life. So I'm sure that's coming back, right? And Jacosta, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then Jamie gives her a little present. Oh yeah, she gets the medical box for her unjoint. Very big deal medical box. Very beautiful box. It's very too. pretty, too. gorgeous. You know God what it reminded damn. me of? You know when you watch a show that has really great set dressing, yeah. just mm-hmm. like great stuff in it. Um, I don't know if either one of you ever watched the show Jeeves and Wooster Mm-mm. with Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie. It uh, was set. No of it, but yeah. It was set in like post Edwardian England, whatever. But he's like a rich wastrel, just an idiot, and Stephen Fry is his butler. Uh, based on a series of books. They had this bar set that was in a box like that that they would take to the tennis field with them. It's set up and it swung open just like that. And there were like pristine martini shells like just hanging and then a shaker and a glass. And they're all strapped in with little leather straps. So I was like, oh, God, that's so awesome. (laughs) I always, picnic basket porn is real. Yeah. And that's obviously, this is a medical thing and not picnic related but every time i see some like gorgeous ass wicker and then you open it and like and there's there are wine glasses all strapped right. and then there there's a little like ramekin of cheese and, and like it's just a perfect basket with a big like lo- i love that shit so this medical box allison has assured me from in the books is coming back yeah oh it's a really big deal and claire is very excited about it and it's lovely and, and then- it has a microscope also coming back which is that's cool. There's a that very cool. important, very charming scene in a future book. I don't think it's in this one. Maybe it is. Um, that involves a microscope and semen. Well, yeah. Wow. Wait, is this Outlander CSI? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then they all bed down on the barge for the night because they got to keep going down the it's river. It's cozy time. And then, boom, Stone Cold Steve Bonnet shows up and After they we fuck hear shit up. The... the, the out of era sounds of some very nice Ray blues Charles piano. Yeah, which is like what's I actually thought the I thought like the the stereo system turned on on accident no. or something like that. Like, I, I was when like, it what's started, going on? I was like, ew. And then Allison's like, I felt the same way too. Give it a chance. We watched it. It's a horrible scene where Stephen Bonnet and his pirate buds come in and it's take all their horrifying. jewels, and it's horrible. And he fucks with Claire and he kills Fog Leslie. And it's rough. Also, they would not have known that the pirates are there if Rollo had not woken up and barked. Yeah, Rollo straight up. <laughs> I'm g- just going to assume that he drowned that guy. So he like <laughs> jumps on a dude and they both go flying off of the barge and land on the river and Rollo goes in, pa- paws down. And I'm just going to assume that he pushed that dude into the mud and just stood there with like just his little nose peeking out above Until the, the guy line. stopped moving. And then he was like. 
And then he ate a fish and then he jumped back <laughs> on the barge. <laughs> so, uh, to the strains of Ray Charles, America the Beautiful, uh, the name of the episode, yes, a little on the nose, but Allison did make a good point where, you know, they're talking about how it's a fresh slate and how people can have whatever they want here if they're hardworking and whatever. And we're reminded that that is not true and it has actually never, ever been. True. It can be true for some people, but there are lots of people for whom it's not true. And there are also lots of people who get rich by just fucking taking it. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. So it's unclear in the show whether or not he was targeting them specifically because they don't go out of their way to explain it. And they never do. It was a little bit weird. Like, did he know they had shit? I... Yes. Because didn't he hear about didn't he hear about the jewels when he was in the back of yes. the thing? Oh damn it, yeah. you idiots! Yeah. And he saw her rings, obviously. Yeah. And the, like the centerpiece of this, I mean, first of all, he comes in and he's got this guy fucking killed it. Yeah. He comes in, and he's got this kind of name? rakish smile. It's his name is John. Yeah, Janine's on, I'm it. on it. Um, just missed. Never mind. We'll do that in a second. Mm-hmm. So, um, he. Uh, comes in and like kind of smiles rakishly and Jamie gets up and is like, what? what the fuck's this? And he's like ready. And then he smiles and then sucker punches Jamie, like clocks him. It is a really great punch. And then the second he's punched him runs. So he draws Jamie out onto the boat and then sends other people in to deal with the less threatening people. So Jamie right. is on the deck of this boat Getting barge Getting his ass handed to him by, by like, like five, five guys. Yeah. Right? While other people come in, one of them is fucking with Wean. Rollo is still drowning a dude. He's still mud. standing on that dude. <laughs> Just standing there. F- somebody's fucking with Claire and then Fog it, like gets up in his business and pushes a dude and... Stephen Bonnet just comes in and slits his throat. Slits just his throat straight like, up. Like straight up jubilantly. And Claire is shaking. And the great, the thing that is most effective about this scene is after the punch, pretty much, the sound cuts. It's mm-hmm. just Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. So you see this guy fucking screaming in her face. And you see her shrieking and crying. And you can't hear shit. And it's ten times more terrifying. So then he wants her rings, which he also saw. And they had a whole lovely, friendly chat about. And, um... She takes them off. She takes the other one off. Holds them in her hand. Oh, no, 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 no. This is straight from the books. So here is a big... Well, no, we'll save that for the in the books thing, which I guess we'll do at the bar. Anyway, um, she attempts to swallow them and successfully swallows one. And it's Frank's. Mm-hmm. So he gets the Lally Brock key ring, mm-hmm. and, which is fucking worthless, right. except for as a piece of sentimental Emotional, value, and right. takes it anyway. And then it pieces out, and they all peace out. And then that's and the end of the episode. And he leaves them alive, presumably as a thank you for fucking saving his ass. And that's it. Yep. At, at pile of blood. Pile yeah. of pool of blood. Dead fog. Dead fog. Uh, ex- Rollo's still on the bottom of the fucking river. <laughs> just drowning a dude. And he's just like... <laughs> I'm a dog. And, and oh, this guy job. seems, he seems dead. All right, I'm done. Do you fish? I'm, do you guys not know to call me back yet? <laughs> Should I just do I'm my cool. Own? I'm begin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor's name is Ed uh, Spielers, S-P-E-L-E-E-R-S. Spielers, Spellers, Spellers, Spellers. Spielers, Spielers. Stone Cold, that's what we're calling him. He, I Ed really Spielers. had my doubts because he did a nice job in his run on Downton Abbey, um, but never showcased anything where I thought, yeah, that's totally a Stephen Bonnet. But Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, he is fucking terrifying. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so now we have to stop, and we're going to go to the bar, 
and fucking and do it live. Do it live. Do, do it, it live. live. We're doing it live. So the next time you hear us, it'll be considerably louder. Yeah, uh, and we'll be considerably drunker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. That was it. Hey, that's it. Everybody, say something all simultaneously on the count of five. I want you to say a count thing. Of five. You th- <laughs> count of three. Count of three. I want you to say a thing you thought about the episode loudly. Are you ready? Yeah. And we'll all point our mics at you. Yeah. One, two, three. The dog was very adorable. You know what? The dog was very the dog adorable. Was very that's adorable. what I heard. It was closest Sorry, to me. Sorry, it was so close. So we are here uh, live. Not to you, but to these people at Rogers Park Social. We just watched season four, episode one, America the Beautiful. Mm. And I can say one thing with absolute certainty. Kevin Lambert has never been more miserable in his entire (laughs) life. Uh, Also, I'm going to take this opportunity, uh, because I know it's what he wants in his heart of heart, to tell you that Kevin's birthday is tomorrow. Kevin! All he wanted for Happy his birthday, birthday old man. was to watch Scottish people feel feelings. That's all he wanted. And he got it. And you know he got we it. Yeah. He got it. Delivered on the thing he wanted the most. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what what did y'all think? Let's show of hands. We'll narrate for those at home. Yeah, yeah. Show of hands. Who was like, that was pretty good? Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, okay, uh, we got one, two. We've got some mediums. T- we got two, okay. and two of those are sh- uh, threes. Oh, raise your hand if you were like, um, that was pretty bad. Okay, she's no, got that's a, fine. She's got like yeah. a. Uh, that was less than. We're pretty mixed. That was less we're than. Mi- is it fair to say we're pretty what mixed? About, what about, I agree. I think we're pretty mixed. About what I expected. That's My just expectations shade were and it's low. Not even good shade. <laughs> what about what about uh, 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 what about meh? Can we get a uh, vote meh? for meh? That's what he's saying. Meh, 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 meh. That's at least three meh. I mean, there are some good things, right? Yeah, the yeah. sex is pretty hot. It was all right. Short. Rollo is a very good boy. Yeah, Rollo. Very good. good boy. Rollo. Also, Stephen Bonnet, weirdly like Brad Pitt, hot. Still. Good. Not Everybody's pissed off about him being hot. Yes, and I think in the books, yeah. I'm sorry, in the book, oh, but what was just said is he's he's supposed to be charming and good looking because that's how he draws people. Right. That is true. But I think in the books he's more overtly met. Like I think that Diana, my personal friend Diana Cavalcanti, <laughs> you um, did ask her about hot dogs. I did. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I think that uh, she. Does a like a less effective job of hiding the fact that he's a terrible fucking person. Um, whereas I think the show, if you don't know going in that he is the fucking worst, uh, you could be surprised at the end. You don't think so? I don't know. I, he has he has that weird thing where. He you, can feel, you can feel you. a little weird he is, on You it. can tell he's, like, working yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Slime. Slime. And we're not slime. talking Nickelodeon slime. slime. We're talking about... Just personal slime. We're, we're talking about... Hair, about oil. He's not a Dapper Dan man. Pre-cum. He's human pre-cum. Oh, Ew. that's really graphic. Okay, that's welcome, very guys. specific. All right, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so... 
it's like we're fun gonna guy. we're gonna do our normal stuff and then we'll chat just a little bit more. So we're gonna do our 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 TGP Julie, who for for those new to the fun and games, the TGP is the Golden Pamplemousse, uh, which is a, a totally fucking arbitrary award <laughs> that we give once an episode to the person that we think was the best uh, in honor of our oh. beloved Duncan. La Croix. Um, the Pamplemousse. The Pamps. So, Julie, who Pampy. is your vote for the TGP of this episode? Oh. I'm going for Wien. Fuck. Yeah. I'm John going Wien. John Bell wins the Golden Pamplemousse for the scene in the graveyard. And then also his hilarious, like, bowling a strike eye roll at being a good man. And, like, he's just, he's just good. I look forward to more of him. He probably will win the TGP more than once. I, I appreciate the moment when Jamie is like, your mom would be furious. And he's like, yeah, she probably would be. In, in Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> it's good. Which was good. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janine, what about you? you Janine know, watched this episode now twice, guys. Yeah. So yes. this is the most watched episode for Janine. <laughs> <laughs> so who is your pick for the TGP? You know what? Wean, too. Like, uh, Jesus Wien? Christ, man. Yeah, like, Wean did a good job. Wean was just on point. But, you know, since Wean's already gotten a, a, a golden pound of moose, I will then choose a supplementary. And it's Rolo. Yeah! Oh, yes. Very good boy. Yeah, he was a good um, boy. Because Janine picked Wean first, he's going to win by default, and yeah. I think he should. But to shake it up, I'm going to tip my hat to old Ed Spielers. Spielers? 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 Spellers? S-P-E-L-L-E-E-R-S? I fucked all of that up. That was the worst spelling. I can't. I'm trying to not like his name. I fucked that up real bad. I'm sorry. I bet it's Spellers. He's With really good at it, though. Spliers. He's so good. Anyway, I... So Stephen Bonnet. Stephen Bonnet. Words. That's what we're talking about. Time cold Stephen Bonnet. Long-time listeners of the podcast will know that I had some serious doubts about this particular bit of casting. I thought he was too young. I thought he was too pretty. Uh, I thought that he was fine on Downton Abbey. And I had my doubts. But God, Jesus Christ, he's fucking terrifying in that last scene. Like, yeah. legitimately yeah. really terrifying. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he did a fine job. We also... You'll hear this. You all will hear this when you listen to the episode. Um, but we all think that that Sam did a very nice job. He's better. He's really good. He's I better mean, like, than he used to be. Katrina, right? always good. Yeah. Took some classes. I think that's true, too. Yeah. Probably. John yeah. Casablanca's classes. Neil, I want you to take note. Neil Sturbard. You missed it, but that was world-class shade. Your shade, subpar. Too obvious. World-class shade from MJB. She said, I think Sam took some classes. Took some classes. He took some classes. Oh, shady. Um, But but he did a very nice job. He did do a very good job. And my favorite favorite moment was the smile at the hanging. Where he's like, (laughs) this is the fucking worst. Why am I doing this? Because how do you do that? Uh, It's always going to be hilarious. You're not going to be able to stop it being hilarious. I feel a little bit bad for the dude that played Gavin Hayes because there's never going to be a better well now it's my turn to die scene for a supporting character that like you like but don't love post mm-hmm. Rupert right like yes. I mean to keep a quick pace there's never going to be topped yeah no not ever shan't I need to keep a quick pace <laughs> the best. All right, that's the TGP. Okay, yeah. So, so who, what are scales? Scales. Let's do um, costumes first. Costumes. Okay. All right. So we've got a lot of knitwear. We've got some tricorn hats. Mm, we're gonna go on a scale of, um, let's say, um, mm, mm, 
drunk history. Okay. Oh. A on specific the, episode or just in general? On the low end? Just in, on the low end. Okay. They don't put on a ton of Sometimes hustle. it's shitty. You, we, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, yeah. Uh, let's say, ooh, the Susan Sarandon, Winona Ryder, Kirsten Dunst, Christian Bale, Little Women. Ooh. Oh, wow. It's a classic. What a... Wow. I'm gonna go The Shining because of the twins. <laughs> <laughs> because fucking Jamie and Claire match like twins, oh. and I ha- it's a psychopathic thing. I've looked it up. It is definitely a psychological problem, and my husband and I have it. <laughs> so I'm saying The Shining. All right. Uh, I saw a documentary last night. Tom and I watched a documentary called Three Identical Strangers. Oh, if the you, triplets? If you'd like to have Ooh. your brain well and truly fucked by a movie and then just be filled with rage. No, I mean. Watch Making a Murder Season 2 as well. <laughs> just, to ha- just help with that. All yeah. right. Do you, do you have one? What about you? What about you on the scale? Oh, I'm, Costumes. So, I'm so bad at being able to do Pick, this. Think of a costume in the show that you just watched and then whatever movie comes into your mind and then justify it as an improv exercise because that's basically what this that's is. That's basically okay. what it is. So uh, then I will choose. Um, I'm going to choose a Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Okay. And justified by the fact that it's full of feels and also fake. Okay. <laughs> feels and fake. Uh, is that the green screen? That's you, the, that's the green, green screen. Are you calling the green screen? I'm calling the green screen a costume. Right yeah. You, <laughs> you know what? It's a, it's a costume for the set. Yeah. It is. That and is that set was not fitting right. No. It, it was, was needed it was to be not. tailored more. We, 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 don't more tailoring. A, we don't have a specific... Uh, we're not going to have a thing for that. Right? No. no, that's, and no that's fuck good. that green screen. Yeah. Fuck that yeah. green screen. Fuck that green screen was real bad. I'm going to go with, let's say, Hocus Pocus. A movie I like very much, but where the costumes are like... Sometimes great and sometimes just garbage. Um, where and there's like no in between. It's like sometimes they look amazing and sometimes it looks like they just went to Target. <laughs> like they were like David S. Pumpkins all over the place. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Just like what the mm-hmm. fuck? The, but some very good costumes in there. Those the we we played Drunko. Kelly bought in. Thank you. We played Drunko at this party. One of our winners, Jana over here. Uh, she her final square was on costume you'd wear in real life, and I will admit I I I sort of leaned up and whispered in her ear that Claire's fucking like purple gray stockings that she takes. 16 Forever minutes to, to take remove. off. Why do they take so long to take I off? I don't know, but <laughs> I they are an sick. <laughs> I would wear the motherfucking shit out of them. Did you notice also that the garter was just literally a ribbon? Yeah. yeah. It was a ribbon tied around her thigh. Yeah. You know what? She's can I, got can I, solid thighs. It's fine. I'm just saying. I, I'd like to pick one of things. Yeah. That, one of the things uh, uh, she was wearing as well that I would wear. Please. Her, yes. her wrist. Oh, you like the wrist oh, yeah. knit? Those things look fucking comfortable as shit. You know, Holy you know fuck. what those are called? Oh. Writing gloves. Is that true? Yeah. That is really true. Writing or writing? Writing. Ooh. Yes. Well then. That's real. I'll take it. It's real. All uh, right. All right. So next, we'll, we'll do the doing it scales. So okay. I'm oh. thinking, I'm thinking they're in the woods. They're glamping. Oh. It's only the ones. Okay. So we're going to go on a scale of <laughs> um, you actually camping in Wisconsin. And that's true. It only happened once. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Only Neil's no, only Neil knows what I mean. <laughs> to uh, well, that and everyone else you've told the story to, which includes <laughs> we got <me>. busted. <laughs> we got busted doing it in a tent. The amount. It's true. Oh, the honesty. Uh, that's what I just said. It only happened the once. <laughs> only happened once. Oh my God! This. <laughs> All right. So you're just... doing it in camping. That's the low end of the scale. <laughs> and the, the the high end of the scale is gonna be. Let's see. Woods. Fucking woods, fucking um, into the woods as a porn movie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm just trusting my instinct. I'm no, trusting that's my instinct. Good. Okay, oh, wow. where does it fly on that scale? Mm, well, they do it in the woods, but it's very quick. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's just like, where did his dick come you're from? You're very hung up on that. I'm, I have <laughs> questions. It just, like, you're fucking with my fantasy if I can't really work it out math-wise. But Julie, think about that dick, right? Like, imagine there's a wall. <sighs> He's a I'm mighty always man. thinking like, about that like dick. A superhero a that can man. punch through the wall, yeah. right? Like, but he's a weak semen. Here I come to, to save, save the day. day. Uh, like that. But it's All not right. a mouse. Well, but it's out in the woods, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, doing it once in the woods, right? Mm, yeah. Friday the 13th. Oh. Oh, and then you die. Great. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cool. All right. <laughs> Janine. Uh, oh. Just do it. Brokeback Mountain. Oh. Yes, you know what? That's because I'll like, accept very it. Very hot and only once in the woods. Super I'll hot, very it. like, yeah, and only once in the woods. And yep. it was fucking amazing. And we've yep. been greatly improved by more Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Weird. Uh, but yeah. true. It's true. It's we've true. We've been greatly I, improved by more Anne Hathaway. I mean, if she was in that scene. Uh, not, not in that, that scene. scene. Just oh. in general. But how often can you say that? This movie, it's true. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I, I, I have to be honest. I think most things would be improved by more Anne Hathaway. I think Anne Hathaway is very good at. I think she, she saved that Batman film she was in. I think she did. Yeah. Also, she's very good in Ocean's Eight. She's really good in Ocean's she's Eight. Very good Holy in Ocean's shit! Eight. Yeah, she's really good. In All that. right, what's yours? La Perla Black. It's great. I'm gonna say, doing it wood style from me and Neil camping in Wisconsin. <laughs> To end of the woods porn, which, by the way, por qué no los dos? <laughs> For those of you who don't speak Spanish, why can't it be both? I mean, well, you ha- you have to do a patter song for one. <laughs> I mean, into the woods, it's time that's to go. Why I we hate got to leave. Busted. To into the woods, and here I go. It's time to make the journey into the woods and through the trees to where I am expected. Ma'am, I was. <laughs> for the visuals, she was bouncing. I was into not. Into the woods to grandmother's house. Not at all why I got busted. Into the woods to grandmother's house. Although I would like to get busted for doing Bernadette Peters at least once. <laughs> Just one time. <laughs> I'm going to do one more This would be If it was me It would be this But it wasn't my fault I was given those beans I pretended you <laughs> traded with my cow Four beans And without those beans There had been no stock To get up to the giant In the first place Wait a minute Magic beans were against man, I'm done oh, now man, Those magic beans Made a star nerd. Um, those magic beans. Those magic beans. Um, oh, you guys, the question you were asking earlier about women and nerds and shit, musical theater. Oh. Yes. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. yeah. Never mind. Y- y'all do we'll disregard that later. Disregard. Okay. Yeah, My place around, on the right. scale, yeah. doing it in the woods, in the woods, there's woods. There's mm-hmm. so many. And it was it's only woods. the ones. It's mm-hmm. stocky. It's hard. I'm going to go with... Cabin in the Woods, which is not particularly sexy, but also includes Chris Hemsworth. Fair enough. There it is. All right. That was good. Um, Who's also also played the Woodsman at one point. 
Is that Into true? The Woods to Grimmer's House. Oh my house. God. He played it in. Um, Into the Woods to Grimmer's House. Oh, it's house. not a good film, and I'm not going to remember the name of it because Snow White it's just Huntsman. a very. Int- oh, Snow White and yeah, the Huntsman. Right. Oh, the yeah. Light yeah. Is clear. The is. light is good. <laughs> okay, no, next one. Uh, What's the final scale? The final scale is the how often you get up to get a beer scale. This one is a little. We did program in. We literally programmed in a break, which was actually natural. So I would say this one was breakable. So what's the scale? The scale's going to be, for, well, from our, our customary bottom end, Ken Burns Baseball, mm-hmm. yeah. to on the top end, let's say, because uh, well, we want to be really, like, really intense, right? So just the sequence of speed that goes from <laughs> when they're going to jump over the hole <laughs> in the highway. Okay. So from Ken Burns Baseball to the bus jumping the highway. Yes. And speed. Okay. Yeah. What was my threshold for breaks in this one? I'm going to call it my dinner with Andre. Meaning I could go whenever I wanted. And it would be fine because every time I came back, there would be another expository speech that would remind me where I was. That's good. That's good. Janine, what about you? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, fuck. This one's hard. Uh, no, I, you could take so many breaks in this, though. You really could. Think about think about something that you would watch, and you're like, mm, I'm walking away and coming back, no problem. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Perfect. Yeah, because I I mean one because I've seen it like fucking eight times, <laughs> all of it, and so it doesn't that fucking matter. That is a lot of television. Yes. Eight times. Yes. Damn. All of it. That's I'm a lot of time. And that includes some of Deep Space Nine and Voyager and uh, Enterprise. All right. Sorry, haters. I love uh, that show. I'm gonna go with <laughs> um, a porn version of Into the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Where you could just get up and get a beer whenever. Yeah. Right. Because they'd still be singing in like, like still 16th be fucking, notes. Because those right? songs mm-hmm. are long. They are long. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> standing there stuck on the steps of the palace. And then I'd like go get a beer and I'd come back and she'd still be standing there stuck on the steps of the palace. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Um, Great. This is what I want to know. Before we wrap, uh, do y'all have questions about... And it, do you have thoughts you want to share? Questions, concerns, book shit? You, is the there rain. any book shit the you want to talk about? They fucked up the All right, rain. this is. W- I can vouch for how upset. Yes. These two specific oh, I feel people you. People are upset I about know. the rain. This is a, so. This is a section that is going to be just we spoiler. Spoiler. So just skip ahead like 45 seconds if you don't want to hear this. I feel you. So the question here is about the rings. So in the books, um, the rings get stolen. Uh, but the fact that specifically the Frank wedding yes. ring gets stolen becomes a major plot point for reasons I won't describe. Okay. My argument oh. would be that based on the change... To the ring, the Lally Brock ring is actually more distinctive, right? So, like, the Frank ring is just a gold wedding band. The Lally Brock ring is unique. I agree, but let's let's do one more thing. When this happens, the person who spots the ring, um, she just checks it for an inscription. Is you it Brianna? I mean? Is it Brianna? This is a book conversation for our listeners. Well, because he's a fucking sociopath. And also, it was very clear to her that she was really upset. about. And she, he knew, like, he knew something yeah. about it. I think, I, I had the same reaction initially. And then I thought about it, and it's like, it's more fucking nefarious if he takes the ring that doesn't actually have monetary value. Just because he could. And then, and the, the thing will be... She wears on her actual wedding 
no, no. She wears that one on her right finger. She wears Frank's on the wedding finger and Jamie's on her right finger. But regardless, she's obviously, I mean, she's attached enough to try to swallow them. Here's what I'm mad about. I'm mad that they robbed us of Claire being goaded about the fact that she was stupid enough to swallow these rings instead of holding them older and then had to shit it out. That's a plot point in the book. Does she shit it out? Like There's really a whole shit it out thing? Oh, yeah, Jamie oh my is God, why are you mad. taking Claire's shit away from us? Here's the thing. Jamie Claire's is mad in the books because she doesn't us. just hand over thing? the rings. Is this a because normal thing? We, t- we like gloss over that Claire shits? Well, she did. <laughs> well, she shat the bed and we didn't get to see we that. We didn't get to see Claire oh, shit the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the mix, she, uh, the rings get stolen and uh, she, they attempt to steal them and she tries to swallow them and she successfully swallows the Jamie ring. Okay. And he's really mad because she should have just fucking given him the fucking rings, which is true. It's a cool scene, but it's tra- if someone is trying to steal from you, just fucking give them your shit. Your life is worth more. Mm-hmm. So he's mad and he's like, well, you know, to, to a certain extent, you're just going to remember that you made this decision because it's not going to feel great pooping out that ring. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it comes out like no! that way. Right? That's right. Yeah. He did. Oh, he because literally he ate had those to poop gemstones. Out? Yes. Yeah. So those gemstones that Steve Bonnet got have been in his bubble. Yes. Yeah. His, his bubble. His bubble. He has pooped <laughs> out gemstones. The, his bubble. Um, that was me messing up bum bum, but now it's bubble. I'll say this. There's a, there are a couple little moments in this episode that feel, uh, and it's much more low key than some stuff that happens later, but there's a moment when uh, they're talking about Hayes and his ghost shit. Where he's like, remember when he told us this story? And then they skipped the story. Well, the story happens in the books. Is it scary? Yeah. And it's just, like, really good color, and they skip it. And I will say this. As a person who's seen a lot of these, there is, um, like, a recurring... I'm going to troll the book reader by suggesting the thing that you think is going to happen and then not doing it. So I want those of you who read the books, I want to brace you that there's going to be like, I know you know what's coming, so here's a hint of it, and then we're going to skip not it. Not do it. Oh, so in a way it's, it's like, like, a, like a little bit mean-spirited. Wait, so it's a little like mustache-y? Do, oh. Are you saying it's a mustache thing? Wait, is it more, could we consider it Easter egg-y? Uh, if we're going to be positive? Well, yes. So it is Easter eggy, except for that it just feels kind of mean. So it's like a like a chocolate egg filled with glitter. glitter. <laughs> poop. Or poop. Or poop. 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 Uh, anything else? Toffee. Co- questions, thoughts, concerns you want Fuck us to toffee. address? What did you like? What was the best part? Rollo. Well, yes, Rollo. Yeah. Dog, come on. We in. It's a cold room. We I mean, it was a, it, we we enjoyed this together, you know, like. But we also there was a lot of groaning, that, and then we know that this isn't the greatest. Come on, mustache. You, know you know what? That was some good fucking. It was it was good, but it was brief. It was and a I world class fucking, but it was good fucking. It was good. It was good. Oh, don't get Julie started. We've already, cu- we've already, you, hey, are you I'm, curious I'm about telling that? you, it was a Kool-Aid man moment. Like, right through the breaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He I has to just, wear a long vest because he has, no, he has a hole in his pants But see, now. That's, that's another question. If it really is, as Keenan said, his underwear or his shirt tucked underneath, then his shirt is all the way tucked underneath his fucking grundle. Yes, She couldn't correct. get in there and pull that shit out and fucking straddle it in the same moment as she was pulling his dick out of whatever drawstring situation this was. I'm just... Just telling you, 
you. It didn't make sense. I want you to know every person in the room except for Kevin Lambert right now is going, so here's the mechanics, here's the physics of getting a dick out. Kevin's Kevin's just waiting for this to end is all it is. Kevin's (laughs) like, I have a dick and I have gotten it out before. I just want to be really clear. Um, But like, was it a button? Obviously, it wasn't a zipper. We know those oh, don't exist. This is a rabbit Draw hole. Drawstring. This is a rabbit hole. Here's the oh, thing no. I want to acknowledge. Yeah. Uh, there are zippers in this season in the past. What? So here's my question for all of you. Did Claire bring zippers with her besides the one on her dress? Did she? Do you have any memory? Anybody? Keep your eyes on peeled, detectives, because there are zippers. And it, I was like... You're just not even gonna acknowledge the fact that those are fucking zippers? They're wait, coming. Wait, wait, like, it's greener, so like, she can't oh, make yeah. them because she drives herself crazy. Oh, the intrigue. The She's intrigue. not making zippers. The you intrigue. know that happened to the person that invented zippers, right? Yeah. He lost his mind. Okay, anything else? Anything else? Yeah. yeah. It's nice yeah. to see them together again. They had a lot of good moments. And it feels like that's what it's gonna be a lot this season, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very, the, it was very. The good point is that the the point that Jenna here is making is that Claire and Jamie being together is the crux in the story, and I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I want more of that. I, do too. I think you're gonna get something. It's a Scotch it is a morning song. Of course, they all know it. Neil likes the part when all the Scotch people sang the morning song. You know what I liked? I liked that Jamie can't sing Scottish. in the show. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. There we go. That is an actual Easter egg, as opposed to... That he tried and died. Tried <laughs> yeah. and died. The, the, that beautiful voice coming out of Fog is what we were calling him. <laughs> we, oh, Fog. We, we didn't it. know his name was Hayes. Leslie. Hayes, who's and his friend Janine Fog. said Fog. Because we couldn't remember Leslie. Thank you for our It's a great joke. It's a great Sorry. joke. So, we could, so <laughs> Fog sings out in that beautiful voice, and then the second another voice joins, it's like, Hey, Street. Hey, Street. Hey. And it's like, yeah. Because you know what? Sam Huon is probably like a, like a pretty solid baritone. I'm going to so, guess no. No. Well, I, I think he probably... No, I, I mean, you can only do three things really well, and, and he does. He, he does like twelve things really well, and I don't think singing I think is that's one, of one that's not going to be. I mean, did you see his fucking chest? He spends a lot of time working on that shit. He yeah. does. He's so his like, lungs are really strong. That's not how that works. <laughs> that is how that works. That's like, absolutely how that works. No. You're a much better singer than I am, so I don't know. All right. Huh? Anything else, y'all? No. Anything else, guys? Stuff you loved? Kevin, what was your favorite part when it ended? Uh, The flashback to Galus. The flashback Uh, to Galus covered in blood. I knew that was going to be his favorite part. That was his thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that scene was great. I think more fictional stories should address the fact that men can be raped, too. Because you know Mm -hmm. when people are going to care about rape when they recognize that people of both genders, all yeah. genders, can be raped. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. We should do that. Anyway, I thought it was very responsible. And I thought that Wean was great. Yes. It, well, that was my favorite scene in the entire episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I liked the singing. And I liked the fucking. <laughs> and I liked when the horses got spooked by the ghost. The, uh, what Neil really liked when Jamie clobbered the ghost with the shovel. shovel. And that made Neil laugh out loud. Yeah, so, it's good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, we when did Stephen sh- Bonnet came out of the wagon and... Oh, yeah. we have really big news, guys. We have two new nicknames. One is Stone Cold Steve Bonnet. Because he gets, he gets he's bayoneted. He's fucking stone cold. It's a, he only gets a little bayoneted, but he still gets bayoneted and doesn't make a sound. I may have to 
Really? You don't like it? Well, my, my husband's like a wrestling fan, so he's a Stone Cold fan. I don't know how it comes. Ah, yes, uh, yes, yes. Well, it sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's hilarious. So uh, the thing Cold is, Steve it's for it. jokes. It's a bit. So Stone Cold Steve bought it. The other one is that we finally have a nickname for Marsley. And we we all are very, we're unanimous and on it's this one. Yeah. Muesli. <laughs> because she's just like she she's dependable and reliable, like your bowel movements if you eat muesli. And a little sweet. Just a little sweet, but though. But with lots of variety. A, also a little yeah. salty, if done right. Yes. Just a little salty. Yeah. So she's muesli. And mm-hmm. apparently both end in an I, which I also realized or today. X. I like or it X. with the yeah. X, because then she's name. extra special, though. So we're all good with Kleenex versus tissue paper? Yeah. That's Sorry, Come just, on, everybody anyway, calls it Kleenex. Guys, we're just and now we're going to be done. Fighting against <laughs> capitalism. Thank you for coming out tonight. <laughs> Thank the you. The part where we read everybody's names, we already recorded. Well, and it's happening right It is happening. When we we have to run Hold back on. to Julie's house. Hold on. I'll be back. And off we go. It's already done. Okay. It's and done. Bye. Bye. Oh, hi, everyone. That was a lot of fun. That was... That was such a good time, that thing that we're doing in an hour. Man, yes. this thing that we did <laughs> in an hour. time travel you know fucks with me, y'all. This garbage bit is always <laughs> funny to me. Every time we do it, it just makes me laugh. All right. Um, well, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, so you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash podlandercast. Uh, on Twitter, um, at podlandercast. Uh, Patreon.com slash podlanderdrunkcast. And if you want to find us on Instagram, we'll just find Allison and that's us. You can find Janine too. You can find. Uh, you you yeah. can also find Neil. You could find Neil. You could. Well, he doesn't really look at his Insta so much. He's very curated. He looks at food and clothes. Yeah, but that. <laughs> but then they could look and cats. Don't forget cats. And cats, yeah. cats dressed in clothes. <laughs> it's true. And cats dressed as food. Yes. Oh, yes. that's always fun. It's He's usually, got a thing. It's yeah. Usually a hot dog. Yeah, it's always or a taco, taco um, cat. Hey, oh. speaking of Patreon. Yeah, so speaking of Patreon, we also uh, we want to thank all of you, uh, just in general, for one hundred and four, su- all one hundred and four of you, all one hundred and four wow. for Isn't supporting us. This is really amazing. It's really wonderful. We thank really you all so it. much. And but specifically uh, for uh, we'd like to thank um, Trish McCrary, Dren- Jen Lander Drunklin, hey. uh, Jenna Pulkowski, Doctor J, Lori McGuire, and Anne Gavin, Katie Kirshner. Uh, Amanda Newton, Beth Locke, Kiki, the, the Wise, wise. Uh, Tara Lucino, uh, Crystal Nanavati. I have not practiced this, and I have to apologize every time. I think you did that right. Uh, Nanavati. Nanavati. Va- literally, my biggest anxiety is saying people's names wrong, so this is like the most scary job good. to me. You're doing okay. good. Great. Um, and Gibson, Ida with an I, Jessica Dobovich, uh, Aaron Yutzi, I like that name. Uh, Molly Layton, Heather Moore, I like all these names. Ruth McCormick, Kara uh, Malone, Flourish Root, what a fun name. Uh, Friday Payton, Kathleen Moniz. Hi, Hi mom. mom. And that's it. And that is it. Oh, and we have one more. Uh, Viv Pickles. Oh. Viv Pickles. Viv Pickles? Viv. Viv. V-I-V. Viv. Viv. Pickles. Hey, Viv. Hi. What's up, Viv? Pickles. What's up, Pickles? <laughs> Uh, so that is it, well, not for us, but for you, because we're going to go do the thing that you just listened to now. 
Time, it's, it's like just, time is kind of wibbly weird. wobbly, you know? It's like a circle. It's like an infinite circle. It's or flat. Mean, even a flat circle. It can mean love. It can mean life. It can mean time travel. It can even mean zoom through the news. <laughs> okay, let's go, get, right, let's go do this thing. Dark. Let's right. go get drunk. Bye. Bye.